And I, and I, I see a lot of like people that I care about, you know, struggle with that and their relationships. And it bums me out because I understand it's not easy. Um, because me and Tay talk about this all the time, but like, this is the first relationship that I think I've had where it's, you know, truly been that way. Yeah. I, I've struggled with it. So it just gets me going because I, I, I feel it and I understand it because I haven't had a relationship like that before. Um, but yeah, this, this one's different and man, does it make things a whole lot easier. When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we, we talk, talk about, about it. it. Hello, you little lemon drops. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Just uh, full clarity for all of you. That took Tay three <laughs> takes to get out today. Hello, you little lemon drops. It's, this is what it sounded like the first two times. Hello, you little, 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 little. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those days. It's one of those days. It's just one of those days. That's, That's okay. We're probably going to. That's probably going to continue, so I apologize. In, in advance. You and seem I, like you're. You seem like you're like taking a nap. What's What's oh, going on? I'm definitely not doing that. No. No, I I've do just see overwhelmed one of those in my future potentially. A nap. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe, but we're big nappers. In case you didn't know. Yeah. Big nappers. Big nappers. I think I just overslept. Honestly, is my thing. I mean, I've been doing a lot of charts this morning, but. Uh, normally Remy wakes me up like early, but she didn't wake up today until I woke up at 9 a.m., which is absurd because I never, I, I can't tell you the last time I. That was pretty crazy. Well, I woke up to Taylor texting me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what happened. Do you have a mustache? Okay. So <laughs> I was going to wait and see um if you noticed. <laughs> I don't, it's not a full stash. I, I trimmed. I trimmed the rest, but I did keep the stash part where okay. where it was. So nice. it's like a half stash. It's just a little more. It's like my half calf, half stash. What's half calf? When I get my coffee, half caffeine. Oh, half caffeine. Wow. I love that's where you took it. Anyways, yes, <laughs> I have a half stash today. Half stash, man. I don't even know how I feel about it. So you probably will never see it again, but... And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts, give us a little rating. That helps us out, helps us out a ton. Um, and we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Um, we have a fun episode today because it's just us. Woo! Again. Uh, but you guys seem to like it. So we're going to keep doing it. Until keep you, them coming. Until you... We um, do have exciting guests to come. Yes. So don't be worried. Yeah. But for today, yeah, just us. That this year... Um, the past couple that we've had on and then the next few that we have are some fun. We're ending up this year with like a bang. Yeah. I feel like. I feel great about it. Rebrand and everything. Yeah. It's going good. Yeah. Should we not forget to do Citrus Got Real? Okay. Here we go. We are pulling a question. Make it good. Make it good. Does anybody watch that Press Your Luck show? It used to be called Whammy. 
on Game Show Network back in the day. And go, no whammies, oh. no whammies, no whammies, stop. But oh there's whammies in this one. Yes, but it's called Press Your Luck and it's the remake. Okay, so it's different then. Yeah, they haven't like made the have, show they in just have, 20, 30 years and they yeah. just brought it back. They just have the whammies incorporated. And the whammies is, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. It's, it randomizes what your square lands on. Yeah. And you can like bank all your prizes and stuff. But if you land on a whammy, you like lose it all. Oh, wow. It's very exciting. Is there like a parallel to pass the pigs there? You know, you keep going. But then if you. Yeah. Yeah. Roll a, Doing an oinker or whatever dot, would, no would be the whammy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. A lot of misinformation there. Okay. If animals could talk, which would have the worst attitude? Oh. If animals could talk, which would have the worst attitude? I always try to like, like rapid fire answer these questions in my brain to see what happens. And my like rapid fire answer was zebra. Interesting. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why either. Maybe just they're so freaking beautiful and was out it like of this the worst world. Attitude? Is that what it said? Yeah. I just feel like they could be like sassy. Like, but yeah. Because they're so pretty. They're like. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mean They're, they're higher and better than. Is the zebra black with white stripes or white with black stripes? Mm. I just think it has two different colored stripes. Oh, so it's not one color. Meh. Like, I guess it'd be like Lily. Lily has this, like... If I had to pick, I'd say white with black stripes. Because if one was born stripeless, you know, would it just be all black? And then it looks like a like a horse panther. White with black stripes? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the, that's the undertone it's giving. Okay. Yeah, cause because it's if it was all white, white, then it would just look like a beautiful, like, white horse. Or, like, donkey. Just to clarify, th this is not the Citrus Got Real question. Okay, you answer it. You really took this <laughs> different route. I'm just route. scrolling, looking at photos of zebras right now. Um, I would say one of two things. I would say, sorry, cat lovers. I would say a cat. I mean, yeah. They, you know, they I just, do have an attitude. I'm not so. saying I hate cats, but... I just feel like they would have, you know. They got some sass. Though. Yeah. Um, or my other option would be a hippo because they are the most like aggressive and oh. kill more people than I forget what the stat is, to be honest. So I'm not even going to say it, but <laughs> they're very dangerous. So I don't think happy, I don't think a happy-go-lucky animal would just be freaking killing everything in sight. Yeah. They're probably like hippos are grumpy old men. It's a hungry, hungry hippo. Don't get on my land. Yeah, stay off Don't my lawn. Get off my pond. <laughs> River. <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> Wherever they Anyways, their habitat is. Let us know if we missed one there. We got some fun tea time with Tay questions. You guys have flooded us with questions. Um so we are going to answer some. Uh, I think I'm going to start it off with a question that actually isn't in here that I'm sure that you guys are also asking this question, but I myself am also asking this question. So I'm going to ask Taylor this question. How does it feel to officially be the first ex that does not have a diss track about them? Mm. You were the one to just inform me of this statistic. Um, so I guess it feels good. I don't know what else there is to say. <laughs> I mean, is that really true? According to the internet. 
Okay, so, so you don't know this. You're no, just... I think it was just you and Harry were the were the only ones left. Everybody else has had a diss track. I think so. Wow. I picked a good one, folks. Okay, I'll take it. That is a good song, though. Yeah. What is it called? The. Is it over now? Yeah. Very good song. I need to re-listen to that album. Forgot how much I liked that album. It's a wonderful album. The like. I mean, in the vault tracks are phenomenal too, but like some of them, including, including, is it over now? Just have such like cool, like 80s synth vibes. Uh-huh. Like, like a lot of the music that we love in like Stranger Things, like mm. is it over now? And some of the other songs on there have like just the coolest cool feel vibe to them. To them. Yeah. It's so fun. You have to you have to listen to it again. I've like when I'm driving in my car, I literally just play like Welcome to New York and I'm like, oh, it's yeah. like so nostalgic. It's a it's a bop of an album. As we're there. Well, when this comes out, we will have already had been there. And we bump it in as we're flying into There we go. JFK. Boom. Okay, let's get to these questions. Okay, let's get to them. First one is, what is your favorite thing to do together? feel like we would have different answers. What would your answer be? I would say either like work out or like go on a hike or do some sort of like physical activity together. Mm -hmm. I really love that. And we've been doing more of that recently. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for that. Um... And then I would say like the opposite of that, like doing nothing, meaning sitting on the couch with our dogs and watching TV. Yeah. Like just at the end of the night, just finding a show to watch and just, uh, yeah, those two would be my. I like those. I also like, like going, like going to restaurants, trying food and. We are big foodies. Like doing like an impromptu date night to a restaurant. Or traveling. Like just everything. <laughs> clearly is what we're getting at. It's uh, a good problem to have. Clearly, we like doing like, things together. But yeah, traveling is definitely something that we both can agree on that we love doing together. Oh yeah. Like exploring new places. Yeah. It's nothing more fun. Yeah. When I read the question, I think of like because traveling sometimes can be a little stressful. Yeah. So that's why I, that wasn't the first, that that didn't come to mind at first. Or no, like it's not like an everyday pros and cons thing. to everything. Staycations. I love doing those. Yeah, we love like a weekend getaway. Like you don't it doesn't need to be some crazy you know yeah. overseas drive thirty two minutes week. stay somewhere. Yeah, just be a simple bring little, the dogs for a night somewhere. Yeah, and I think that's important for for couples that yeah. have been together for a while. Like I just saw something on Instagram, I think yesterday, that was like, he was saying how you have to, you have to continue to date yeah. your partner. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever, five, 10 years into marriage, like you yeah. have, you have to continue to, to date them. Like, yeah. why did you marry them? A lot of people like act like marriage is the end point. Yeah. That's the end goal. Yeah. And really that's just the start of it. Like, no, that's so true. Yeah. And I think, I think that we're, we've gotten in a good rhythm of that. I feel like it was hard during COVID and when I was, you know, working bedside with that, like 
mustering up the energy or even being allowed to go out anywhere. But now that's something that's so fun. Yeah. Coming up on six years and our one year wedding anniversary. Yes. Soon. Yeah. Our one year wedding anniversary is in three days. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that? Yeah. But what? I was going to say we're doing something fun. We are doing something fun. Which you guys will find out at a You'll later know date. about soon. Very, very like soon. Within the next five days. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. To piggyback off of the watching TV shows together, um, this question is, what is your favorite TV show to watch together? And I think that would be like any type of doc, like a murder doc. We just started the, um, what is it called? Uh, life, life on our planet. Life on our planet. We just started yeah. that one. That's really cool. Yeah. Like the, uh, why the heck am I blanking on the word? The. I don't know. What you're trying to say. Oh my gosh. This is a rough day. The, the, the <laughs> like the graphics, not the graphics. CGI? Yeah. The yeah. animation? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Whatever it is. But like we have never like you watch $200 million movies and dinosaurs do not look like this. Yeah. I don't understand. It is the most unbelievable documentary with like dinosaurs and every a fun fact that we learned on it last night, which I find crazy, is we today have over 10 million different kinds of species. Mm hmm. I don't know if that's animals or like living species that includes plants and stuff too. I think it's everything. Mm-hmm. But 10 million different living species today. And that is 1% of... That's just 1%. The other 99% is extinct. Yeah. The 99% is extinct. Only 1% remains today. Yeah. And it's still over 10 million. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. But they have so many different animals and stuff that so you've cool. never seen. And they look like they literally went out in the wild and filmed it. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. When they'll show like footage like of animals today and then like cut to a dinosaur or something. And it like you can't like tell at all that there's that there's a difference. So but that yeah, would be any, one that we like any, to watch. Yeah. We love like docuseries. We I like mean, our like reality show we we just got to get better at watching scripted stuff we like stuff that is yeah i have scripted shows that i would love for you to watch with me but yeah, that's true. when they're any sort of drama or not happy show at all you just don't want to do it yeah i got enough drama in my life not just kidding I don't oh, have well. any drama just stress um just stress and anxiety okay since our wedding anniversary is coming up, I have a couple wedding related questions that love that. I haven't talked about that. No, you guys sorry. asked. I know. I feel like we should do a wedding episode because I feel like there is so much like mental health things that have to do with planning a wedding. The actual like family of it all, friends of it all. Yeah. Planning the actual day. Yeah. I just feel like it's the ultimate roller coaster ride yeah. where you experience the highest of highs yeah. and some nasty lows. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that is difficult when you have that. Yeah. Um, okay. This person is asking, how do you deal with other people's opinions when planning a wedding? Yeah. This one is a thing. Is a loaded question because, you know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions and you want to try to, you know, please everyone. Uh, but I think 
us going into it, um, the advice that we received was, you know, this is like the one day that we get to be selfish. Yeah. This is like the one day that's about us. Yeah. Um, and us alone. Cause like when you're pregnant and having a kid, it's not about you. It's about your kid. Um, so like, this is truly the one day when it, it, it is just about the two of you together, um, and what you want. Uh, and that was a big thing for us to learn and kind of carry through the wedding planning process. Obviously, you know, we respected other people's opinions and took advice, but at the end of the day, um, if something, you know, wasn't sitting well with us or we didn't think it was, you know, the best move for us, we decided to go a different direction. Yeah. You really have to be able to just like take what you want and leave behind what you don't. And it's, it's just so true. Um, we both are people pleasers. Like we both, you know, want everybody to be happy. So that makes it, um, extra difficult, but yes, so many people told us that piece of advice, just like you need to tell yourself, this is your one day in life where it is all about you and that's it. So, you know, honestly, you just kind of got to yeah. not give a fly enough. Yeah. Go with your gut and do, it's your day. Just remind yourself that it's your day. Do what you want to do as a couple. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of decisions that come. Yeah. And I'm just going through them now, but there's so many different aspects to planning a wedding where you do feel that pressure from other people. Yeah. And it's like, hear what you're saying but we're not going to do that yeah and you just kind of people will forgive you yeah i'd hope yeah and if they don't then there's something there yeah but yeah we had a lot of people that you know if people have planned a wedding they will understand and not have their feelings hurt is what i've learned yeah throughout this process um i should say that process um so that's if someone hasn't yeah, planned a wedding. They probably don't understand as well, or maybe they do. But with when we were wedding planning, that was definitely a thing. Our married friends understood more so than you know some people that weren't married yet. Yeah, it's you just don't. You just you, it's not bulletproof. But. Yeah, for sure. Um, next one is what was your favorite part of your wedding night? Favorite part of wedding night. I'll let you say weekend. You can pick a couple. Okay. Because we we had a big old we had a big old weekend of yeah celebrating. We, we had a lot of family and friends travel in from across the country, so we felt a little bad, you know, making people travel from across the country to come to it, and then it was just an excuse to have you know three fun days instead of one. So yeah, I mean technically not? four, but by the fourth day, I was like, yeah, we did like an. So our wedding was on a Friday and um, we had like an early bird, like welcome dinner on the Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I'd say like, you know, probably 50 people came to that. Mm -hmm. Um, We had about 100 at the wedding. Yeah, we had a small wedding. Um, Maybe a little under. Um, And then Thursday was... Uh, the rehearsal dinner and then... Yeah. We did like a little rehearsal dinner and then we did a like big dinner. Welcome. Party. Party. Yeah. 
with everyone. Everyone, because our our space for the rehearsal dinner was in this really really cool like underground wine cave. Yeah, but it could only hold like thirty people. Yeah, if that. So, um, yeah, so we did the rehearsal dinner and then we had everybody for like the welcome party night before. And then we had the wedding Friday, which was fantastic. And then we did, this is the only one where I go back and forth on this one. Then we did Saturday, like a send off party. You didn't have to come to it, but if you're in town and yeah. you know, because wanna... people stayed and like made a weekend out of it. Yeah. Like some of our friends, literally, like the day after our wedding, went wine tasting like yeah. the morning after our wedding. Yeah, and then the others were not well. Yeah, um, but... and even me that Saturday night for that party was like, oof. you know, I am happy though that we did it because I actually just thought of this as you were talking. So many people. So on our like rehearsal dinner night on Thursday, so many people came up to me and were like, it's going to go by so fast. Like you're going to blink and it's going to be over. And it honestly really started to stress me out. And I had like a bit of a like panic attack and had to like go in the corner. I had a panic attack. Uh (laughs) Full blown. Um, Yeah. Uh, Just because I, you know, obviously, you know, I've dreamt about this day forever and we've you know, put so much effort into planning it. And I don't know what I was just, obviously you don't yeah, want it what to. What can you, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like anything negative, like nothing bad happened or like, no, can you I put think, into words just, or was it just simply just feeling overwhelmed with a ton of emotion? I mean, I definitely, there was a lot of emotion going on, but I think I was just overwhelmed and I started panicking. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't want this to go by fast. Like, I don't like the night before went by quick. Like I don't, I don't want to blink in this like amazing like weekend. That's so special to me that, you know, is going to be like one of the best days of our lives to blink and it be over. Yeah. So many people were telling me that. And I literally like, you just wanted to cherish and hold on to yeah. the moment. Yeah. And it was just scary that it was going to be done. Like yeah. That. yeah. And I like literally cried in the corner and <laughs> had to have Taylor and you know, our friends, um, who's also the pastor that married us just kind of, yeah. Calm me down. A Thank you, Judah. <laughs> Calm me down a little bit because um, I was unwell. So, but I think that's important to say if people are going to tell you that, don't let it affect you. Like I let it um, truly just enjoy the day and make sure you just take times to be with your spouse um, alone. I think a couple of times throughout the day, whether it's like a couple of minutes, I yeah. think that's what, even if it's small moments, but I mean, you hear this, this is, you know, the, everybody says this is advice, but it's just true. You can't, you want to say hi to everyone. You want to thank everybody for being there. You know, you want to acknowledge everybody, but it can't take up your whole night. It can't feel like a job. Yeah. We got to go do the rounds and it's like, you know, do as best as you can, but you really, People will understand that it's your wedding night and there's a ton of people there. Yeah. Um, So really, it's important to just get those moments in with your spouse. Yeah. Um, But favorite part? Favorite part? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I have mine. You do? Go ahead. Okay. You want to go? Mine was when we were like standing like... It's not an altar, but at the altar, like when we were standing and Judah was like marrying us. And the actual it. ceremony. The actual like ceremony. Wow. Um, 
because I just remember standing there and I like obviously we're like holding hands and I was like looking like past you and we got married in the vineyard and it was like the most beautiful day I think I've experienced up where we got married in wine country. It was the sky was just like this cotton candy pink blue with purple in it. And, you know, the leaves were all like a change because it was fall and uh, the sun was just like perfectly like on us and warm. And it was just like, I just remember being up there and like looking around at you know, this big pergola thing we built and all the roses around us and the people. We didn't build it ourselves. Yeah, we did not build it. So sorry. Um, I'm up there just hammering the nails in. Yeah, that would be, that would be a shocker. Um, (laughs) But just how, just how beautiful, like it was so many times we were up there. I was like, what the frick is going on? Like, this is my wedding right now. What did you say? What the frick? What the frick is going on? That's literally what I was thinking the whole time. Wow. We were up there. Wow. But yeah, I just remember like when I was up there, that was the biggest like mental picture I took. Yeah. It was like, I like locking this in like forever. Yeah. It felt like we were on a green screen. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And Jude is like, yeah, everything about the ceremony was just perfect. You know, seeing everybody. Yeah. Just being able to scan the crowd, everybody that we love and care about and just being there. And yeah, Judah's speech was amazing. Yeah, it's tough to not choose that as the highlight. Um, but if I had to choose another one, I, I, the the reception was just freaking incredible as yeah. well. Yeah, like the entrance to it and just how beautiful that room was. The speeches, everybody that gave speeches crushed it. Yeah, um, speeches were great. Yeah, no complaints here. Yeah, I I love watching the speeches back. I know. I like looking at photos of our ceremony. I like watching our ceremony, but I don't like hearing you talk. I like hearing your vows. I don't like hearing me say my vows. Hello, well. But I like looking at like, I mean, the video of it is amazing too, but I love the video of the speeches because they're, they were uh, a a fun bunch. Yeah. But yeah. We might, hey, for our one year, we should, we should sit down and watch the video. Well, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. What else do we have? A couple more. Uh, Bouncing around a little bit here, but I guess this carries into our marriage and our relationship. But uh, how do we handle conflict within our relationship? I think the biggest answer there would be communication and being patient which is Taylor being patient with me because I don't speak. Um, No, I think just knowing like communication styles of the other and knowing that. I think that's the biggest part. Knowing communication styles of the other and, you know, making sure that you are not attacking the person and like being like mean about it, like making sure you're still caring for them throughout the, you know, conflict discussion, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just being in a relationship that you feel like safe and respected in um, is big. Cause like, obviously, you know, every couple gets in like a disagreement or a conflict, uh, whatever you want to call it. But like when we get in one, I know that like you love me and like you're you're handling it in a loving way, even though you're and frustrated. And we're never like, yeah, we're never, you never we're put never putting down. each other down. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be 
biggest thing is to not like, even though sometimes you, it may be habit for you. Um, it may be like, you know, you get triggered and that like, it's just a bad habit of yours to do. But, um, that is something that, you know, we make a point not to do, even though it may feel good to say it in the moment, but you know, the aftermath, if you feel good afterwards, it's not going to feel good. And you know, you're just hurting the person that you love. So. I think the biggest part of that is understanding each other's communication styles. Yeah. Because if I didn't, if I didn't understand how your and my communication differentiates, I would be a very frustrated human being. Yeah. But it helps that I just, I know that that's how you communicate. Like, yeah. She, we've talked about this before, but if you haven't listened to those episodes, we, we have very different communication styles. Like I want to talk about it immediately. I want to, you know, go into it and just, you know, lay it all out. Like Tay has to let things like process, um, and the words in the moment don't, you know, come as easily and she needs to think about it more before she can talk. And sometimes she doesn't even really want to talk about it, (laughs) but we're just very different um, in that sense. But it's as long as you know that, then you're going to get through it. You're going to be like, okay, what do you need? Do you want more time? You're going to be like, okay, I'll try and talk about it now. You know, it's like you, you try and meet in the middle if you understand each other's different ways. Yeah. No, for sure. That's been the biggest thing. I would say the other, the last thing I would add. Oh, yeah, go. Which I've also said on this podcast before, um, is just really forcing yourself to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Yeah. I'm a big, I, I say this a lot, but I just really believe in it. Like, you don't have to agree with your partner. Um, but because you love them and you respect them, you want to, you genuinely want to understand what they are feeling, whether you agree with them or not. If you respect them, then you truly will want to get inside their head and feel what they're feeling and just understand why they are, whether you completely disagree. And you can say, I completely disagree with you, but I understand you know, why you're feeling that way. Yeah. And that right there just eliminates a whole lot of conflict. Yeah. And I feel like not diffuses the situation, but like when, when you say that to me, I feel like so much more calm, not calm, but you know, if we're in a disagreement and you say that to me, I'm like, okay, well he like understands, like it just makes me feel better because obviously we're in a disagreement. I don't want you upset. I don't want me upset. But you being able to like say that to me, it just like, you know, makes me feel a little better about yeah, it. Yeah, because I, everybody just wants to be heard. Yeah. And the worst part is if you feel like the other person's just not even listening to you. Yeah. Because they're so stuck in their ways. They're like, I'm right. They're wrong. Yeah. I don't even care what you have to say. Yeah. Everybody wants to be heard. So yeah. as long as you're being listened to, whether you agree or not, like, yeah, that really eliminates a lot. Yeah. Sorry, got passionate about that one, guys. No, I love it. And we're probably going to continue to be passionate about that one, I think, because we've just seen the wonders that it's done in our relationship. Um, Once we, like, unlocked that little switch, I feel like we have been so much. We are in such a healthy relationship because of that. Yeah. And I, and I, I see a lot of, like, 
people that I care about, you know, struggle with that and their relationships. And it bums me out because I understand it's not easy um, because me and Tay talk about this all the time, but like, this is the first relationship that I think I've had where it's, you know, truly been that way. Yeah. I, I, I've struggled with it. So it just gets me going because I, I, I feel it and I understand it because I haven't had a relationship like that before. Um, but yeah, this, this one's different and man, does it make things a whole lot easier. Yeah, it really does. Next one is a question for me. I guess you can also answer it. But the question says, would you ever go back to bedside nursing? Ooh. Would I ever go back? I'm curious to hear this answer. Um, no. <laughs> I don't think I could ever go back to bedside nursing. Why? Um, I think I'm just like, I mean, not to be dramatic about it, but I truly just think I'm too scarred from it, from, you know, what I went through with COVID and boundaries everything yes that is that is definitely a boundary that i think i would have to place do i miss it yes um there's definitely aspects of it that i miss yeah um i still like have dreams that i like get a call from my nurse manager and she's like taylor we're short staff we need you and i like go in and i like it's midnight get in here yeah i still have dreams that but in a happy way that it's like yeah. now that she would call me. Yeah. Um, so there is still definitely part of me that misses that because, you know, it, there's, there was such passion. There is still passion behind it for me. Like I still keep up with my license. I'm doing my continuing education because like being a nurse is part of my identity. Um, and it's something that I am still so passionate about. So I for sure miss it. Uh, but I think, uh, I think life has just kind of given me some different opportunities, uh, like sitting here talking to my husband and talking to you listening. Uh, so I'm definitely very thankful for my time bedside because I got to learn a lot and experience a lot. But unfortunately, I do not think I could go back to bedside nursing, like maybe like outpatient surgery. I would 100 percent. Yeah, because that's not bedside nursing. But what if you had to say, what is the part that you do miss the most? Using my brain. You love using your brain, but you use just in that aspect. I think I you miss use your like, brain like crazy on every like problem solving of it. It's it feels like I mean the unit that I was on was a very like communal thing. Like I liked my coworkers. Uh, it's like the teamwork. Yeah, like the teamwork aspect of it. And um, yeah, I, it's just, I, I love learning about, you know, having a, I can have like two different patients that have completely different things and they're experiencing the same symptoms or one is this, the other has this, like just seeing so many different, I just love like the world of medicine. Yeah. So you see so many different things and um like you're checking like tasks off a task box so like the learner and the doer in me misses that but i also miss like the learning and the communal part fair enough of it yeah. sitting at like the nurse's station like talking to the other nurses and stuff i know i can picture you i could always picture you when you were at work just like in your zone just i could picture you doing all of that my little clipboard in my pocket <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so funny uh, okay last question 
is, have you guys ever considered living somewhere else besides California? Hmm. Well, if you look at my Redfin history. <laughs> oh, gosh. Get this girl off Redfin. I'm just like in this phase. Why? Because, Taylor, I'm young and we don't have children. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've never lived anywhere besides Southern California um, or barely been anywhere. I've been looking at New York recently on my Redfin app. Um, this is not real. Just to clarify, I we are my, not we are not moving to New York. You never know. Oh my gosh! You never know. Jeez, um, there's there's some beautiful apartments out there. Of course, there are for rent and for sale. They also and, cost a trillion dollars. Um, I found some really great ones, and they're the size of our closet. You know, a smaller space is better. It's oh, easier to clean. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll answer this for her. No, we're not <laughs> n right now. But yes, we have considered it before. We love where we live now. Absolutely love. Correct? Yeah. You would not want to be anywhere else than right here right now. No. Yeah. So, but before we found where we are now, um, yeah, we we considered a couple, I mean, yeah, a couple different places. My sister lives in Nashville and, and I don't have siblings so that's my sibling yeah yeah so our our only sibling lives in Tennessee and we love visiting there absolutely love it over there um could definitely see ourselves there one day um we have a couple friends in Dallas yeah I was supposed to go to Austin but that didn't work out yeah um we're but, not supposed to, not supposed to move there. We were supposed to visit Mar and Rye. They're our best friends, but our flight got canceled and it was a fiasco. Yeah. Don't get me started. Um, but yeah, so we've, we've considered it before, but I not at the moment. I would just also like to clarify, I wouldn't like full time, like move to, I'm not like looking to spend forever in New York. I'm just looking Are like. Are still talking about New York? I'm thinking about it because Welcome to New York has been playing in my head since I said it. Oh an my hour gosh. Ago. However long this episode has been. Just like to just. It's just, a fun city to visit. To like, to live. To visit. For, yeah, Natasha moved to Dallas because she wanted to move somewhere. She never lived for a little bit. We can do the same. Okay. It's a good thing you're 26 years old. To be continued. <laughs> if you had to live anywhere outside of the U.S., where would that be? London. Duh. Easy. I feel like you're going to get some judgment for that. Oh, judge me away. But you could literally choose anywhere outside of the U.S. and you would choose London. Yes. Yeah. We do love London. Yeah, I, I love London. Yeah. Like long term, I have to plant roots for 40 years. I don't know. I haven't been in like the city for that long. But yeah. if I, if, you know, you're like the United States is closed, we have to go somewhere. Yeah closed. I don't know why I said that. Um, if it's closed and we have to move, then I would move to London. We, we need to get you to Australia and we need to get me back to Australia. It's a long flight, man. It's okay. Take a nice nap and watch a couple movies. It's <laughs> a couple. A few. <laughs> not, not if you take a, a nice long sleep. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. 
But yeah, I want to get back to Australia and we have so many close Australian friends and they've been trying to get us to go over there with them and we really need to. I miss it so much. Yeah. Maybe we'll just like, no, I was going to say we can bop, but there. Were you going to say New York and and Australia? No. Oh. I was going to say we can hit both. Like we can do a world travel and hit both, but that's still really long. Hit both what? Australia and London. Oh, like, in London. Go travel. But we literally just circled. You'd around. go to Australia first. Another reason oh. why I would want to live in New York is because we want to do a lot of Europe, like Europe traveling. And it's just so, so close. So much easier like, from there. Getting from here to London, I mean, if we fly like overnight, it's fine. But yeah, like it's just a freaking trek coming from over here. Oh, yeah. Think about it. It's like almost five hours to New York. Yeah. And that's how you get to London. So it's cutting that off of it. It's yeah. a huge difference. I think we just enter our like travel era. Okay. Our young adult travel era. Okay. City. City. You, you city let level. me know. You let me know when we're going to do that with all of our free time. Okay. I will clear my schedule. Okay. If you said we could move to New York, I would. Big calendar girl. Big calendar girl. Yep, she is. Well, <laughs> guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this rambling. That, that probably is the most random episode we've ever filmed. There was a lot of tea time and take questions, so. And they were so all over the place. I know. I, I tried to get, like, a, a decent amount of, like, topics Sorry. to hit. Relationship advice. Wedding. wedding. That's wedding. Travel. Relationship. Yeah. It's good. It's just, just us. Let us know, let us know how you feel. Because, uh, you know, I want to. We also, I also said that we would have a name by the next solo episode for our advice column. I'm like almost there with the name. There's been, there has been a few, um, a few good ones, but I'm trying to like sleep on A couple it. great suggestions. Yeah. And we're just really trying it's to... It's like naming a child. You have to like take your time naming this because once we name it... The I problem don't... is there's been like, you know, three or four terrific suggestions. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to make this perfect. Yeah. So if you guys have any for our advice column, let us know what the name should be. Yeah. Because we need help. Yeah. We also are going to have a couple new segments and those will need names too. So if there's any, you know, fun plays off of squeeze, lemons, juice, you know, whatever, I'm not going to give you any ideas, but <laughs> we have new segments coming up. So we'll take all the name suggestions. New, new, new. Um, yeah. As always, thank you guys so much for spending your Wednesday with us. Be sure to subscribe. You can follow both of us on Instagram. Be sure to follow The Squeeze on Instagram. Squeeze is also on TikTok. Uh, We post a lot of our video content there. And you can also follow Lemons by Tay for additional resources. We've been ramping up the resources, especially for this holiday season, because I feel like we all need a little extra mental health aid during this holiday season. And you can also email us at lautner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, concerns, names for advice column. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are thankful for each and every one of you. And we love you. And we'll see you next Wednesday.
This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.